Welcome to Funnel Fix Radio, the podcast where we help funnel hackers like you fix your sales funnels and teach evergreen marketing strategies that ensure you're not wasting money on agencies who overpromise and underdeliver. Rather than relying on hit and run tactics that come and go, we'll dive into evergreen principles and human psychology so you can implement them no matter what new shiny tactics come your way. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to Funnel Fix Radio. This is your host, Tim Zhang. And of course, uh, this is our very first episode. So I'm very excited to be here with you to explore all the things about funnels. In today's episode, um, I will be talking about my father passing in the last year and how much of an impact and how much of a benefit it had for my life. And this is one of the, I think, the greatest lessons that you can have as an entrepreneur and I wanna share that with you today. So a little bit about me, uh, I started out my career as an actor. So <laughs> it's crazy, I know, but uh, looking back the last 10 years of my life, I think back in 2012 was when I first booked my uh, first acting job uh, on a TV show called Motive. Uh, if you go on IMDb, you can find more about like things I've done. But I've been doing this for quite a long time in the film industry up here in Canada. Being an actor, I started very young when I was like 16, 17, and you really have very little control over your career. But I think as a young actor, as a young artist, anybody that is, you know, if you have children that are in the arts, when you're young, it's really easy to be like, yeah, I'm okay with being broke and not making any money and totally just fulfilling a living my life as an artist, actor, whatever it is, that's totally okay. I'll just live paycheck to paycheck. I'll be waiting tables, whatever. Um, I think when you're young, that is okay. And for me, it was until, it wasn't really until I hit my mid twenties where I, I think it was about 25, 26, where I decided that, you know, at the time I was working full time uh, as an actor, I was making money. It was good. I was a union member you know, I was getting all the perks and yeah, it was great. And I was still living paycheck to paycheck at the time, you know, didn't have much savings, you know, and for me at the time, I, I had a big shift in my mindset. I was thinking that, you know what, I can do more with my life. I know I'm able to do more with my life. I know I'm able to achieve more. I'm a smart person. I can do more of my life and make more money than what I am currently doing which is waiting around for other people to give you jobs. And I didn't like that and want to not be in control of my career. So part of me. So it wasn't until, yeah, I was talking to my dad at the time, my stepdad and my mom, and I really tried to figure out like, Hey, what else can I do? Um, somebody said to me, real estate, um, it was probably my mom or my dad, one, one or the other. They're both like, yeah, supportive of me doing that. So I thought, Hey, yeah, as um, as an actor, I can have like a side hustle and like sell houses and help people buy homes and still pursue my acting career. That's what I thought at the time. And I thought, hey, great. You know, that's actually, you know, a career path that can go down, right? Like how hard can it be selling houses? And just you're just basically showing people homes and figuring out what they're looking for. So I ended up, yeah, little did I know, by the way, uh, send me a DM if you're thinking about being a realtor, because I'm going to tell you all the secrets but I digress. So when I, yeah, I started studying for my real estate licensing exam back in 2018. I just, I paid our, you know, licensing body, you get the course materials. And I studied like hell for about, I, got, I started in April that year. And then I ended up passing my exam in October. So the entire summer, basically that's, I spent just studying every single day, um, working out all that kind of good stuff. And 
yeah, I had my dad to support me. He was so, so, so kind and so wonderful. Yeah, so I got into real estate and 2019 was such a difficult year. It was my first year in real estate and it was probably the hardest year. The first clients I've had, they were just like difficult. And, you know, me at the time, I didn't know that I suffered from anxiety and a lot of just years of, I guess, emotional trauma that I wasn't aware that I had. And so, yeah, that was just not a good time for that year for me. That's when I started taking medication for to dealing with anxiety and it very much helped. By the way, if you are thinking about getting some sort of anxiety medication, oh my goodness, it is life changing. Do it. Talk to your doctor. Um, it is effing amazing. But I digress. That year I had about two sales and but it was just I had to make real estate work. Whatever you whatever I had to do, whatever that was, you know, the training, I wasn't really getting any training from the brokerage that I was with at the time. And I just tried to find everything that I could on the internet about sales, about getting clients, right? And I was watching all these YouTube videos, learning, you know, all these different things. And it wasn't until I discovered my first mentor where I just gotten so much value from his content that I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to spend some money with this guy. And yeah, I just sold the property at the time. So I spent about, I think it was $2,500 at the time. His program's gotten more expensive now, but I think it was about two grand at the time um, for his program. And it was all I can say, it was just mind blowing. I didn't know anything about business at the time. And it was just about, you know, real estate, making more sales. And I thought that, you know, even though the first year was difficult, I thought that, Hey, you know, I'm going to be a realtor for the rest of my life. And this is my calling. This is way more interesting than being an actor because you had way more control over your career, your business. It wasn't until I took his program that I kind of, he just blew my mind about the world of entrepreneur creating products, selling stuff online and like the world of internet marketing. And that was when I thought, Ooh, Ooh, this is really interesting. Um, this is actually way more interesting than real estate. And that was when I decided that I didn't want to be a realtor forever because at the beginning in, the, in my first year, I was like, yeah, this is it gun ho. This is my calling. So it wasn't until I had, um, my first course, I took my first course with my mentor that it just completely changed the trajectory of my life. So yeah, info products, they, um, you pay attention to what you pay for. And yeah, a lot of the principles that he taught me just really changed the trajectory of where my life went. So after that, my, after that, I started, um, I joined a team in real estate. So that provided me some flexibility just in terms of, you know, I was still paying my bills and yet while learning new things that are related to real estate, but not exactly more real estate stuff. Cause I knew it wasn't going to stay forever. Yeah, so I stuck around in real estate for a total about three years. So I had my license for three years, helping people buy homes, um, sold a few homes, and yeah, bought a few, sold a few, did some pre-sales. Yeah, a little, touched a little bit of every little bit of real estate. Um, it wasn't until 2021, about two years ago, a year and a half ago, actually, uh, almost two years ago, that I left real estate. I took Tony Robbins' uh, Unleash the Power Within, that program, really helped me uh, discover that I had way more to give to the world and that sticking around in real estate was really one of the things that was holding me back. So that just gave, gave me so much clarity about where I wanted to go. And that was when I decided that, yeah, this is it for me. Real estate is done. Like I had a good run. I learned so much and it's time to focus on internet marketing. And 
yeah, during that time, I learned a whole bunch of stuff, paid so much money for different more like, you know, Russell Brunson stuff, Billy Jean, all these different people. Yeah. So I had a bit of knowledge at the time and I thought, Hey, I, you know, I'm going to keep investing in myself, keep learning more things and, you know, start doing internet marketing. And so I started a marketing agency at the time and I was all over the place. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to sell and I wasn't really sure what I, I just knew that I wanted to help people in the marketing world and in the internet marketing world. Uh, yeah. So that year, my first year as an agency, I was all over the place looking back now. Uh, I, there's so many things that I would have done differently. So many things, um, picked the right niche, um, pick, yeah, niche selection. Oh, do not, uh, do not waste time in an unsophisticated and uneducated market. Whatever product things that you're selling, sell to a more educated market that just needs a little bit more education. But again, I digress. Um, yeah, I started my agency. I ended up around 5K a month. And so, yeah, 5K a month, I was living very comfortably. Like I was okay paying my bills. Um, I was a one-man show. So that was, yeah, like 5K a month. I was still, you know, getting more education, getting more training. Um yeah, I was kind of coasting along. I was like, oh, you're doing okay. You're not like looking to grow super fast, but like you're just learning more and doing more things and just learning more about the agency um, type of business. And it, and talking to different people, right? Learning about the niches. It wasn't, and, and yeah, and then my dad died. Um, my stepdad, he has been in my life. He married my mom, I think back in 2017, if I remember correctly. So he's only been in my life for about five-ish years. And I never really had a dad before him. He, my biological father was, you know, was in China. They got divorced when I was very, very little. So I never really had a father figure in my life. And he, I think the short time that I had with him made such a big impact on my life and my choices, who I choose to become, what I learned about family, about love, about being a parent, about being a father. It just, again, he is one of those impactful people in my life that kind of shifted the trajectory of where I ended up going. So, yeah, the biggest challenge I think that came to me was suddenly find out that he died and I wasn't around and it wasn't because he was sick or anything like that. If you're wondering, he had a heart attack. It was just very random. Um, my mom and dad, they were living down in uh, Washington at the time, state of Washington, so I wasn't even around. I didn't get to see him for like the last like six, eight months. So yeah, um, at the beginning, I think when I first found out, I was kind of just in shock. I didn't really have a lot of emotions. I wasn't like sad or crying or anything like that. I'm just trying to figure out what happened and just get the affairs in order, right? We had to figure out his like his belongings, his stuff, his, you know, funeral and all of that. Yeah, th that first month was a bit of a blur. But this is a lesson that I want to share with you. The reason why I'm sharing with you um, my my journey here is this is something that I learned that Tony Robbins has said, and as well as you know, if you follow Jesus, um, you know this is this is stuff that also comes from the Bible. Um, life doesn't happen to you; life happens for you. And I remember thinking to myself the day that I found out, I decided I was going to go to church and I don't even remember what church was about, but I decided I was going to go to church and I was going to keep Jesus close to my heart that day. And 
you know, you could believe in Jesus, you could not. It doesn't really matter. But the point is, is that it's very common for people when challenges, life brings challenges to people, they often think, oh, why is this happening to me? Right? Why, you know, why did my girlfriend or boyfriend break up with me? Why did I lose my job? Like, oh, that's not fair. Um, life is happening to you. But life never happens to you. Life is happening for you. There is So whether you believe in Jesus as the universe or God or whatever it is, life is giving you a benefit somehow. Every challenge that is coming your way, it is somehow a benefit to you. Always remember that because, because life is giving you an opportunity to elevate yourself, to better yourself and take yourself to the next level. Um, Life is never just easy and going according to plan. It's never that way. But things, you know, unfortunately, shitty things happen. And when it happens, it's a chance for you to step up. Always remember that. You either can be knocked down by it, right? That's why people get depressed. They get, you know, they get sad. They get, you know, mental health issues. They, you know, suicide, all these terrible things, right? They get a gun and they start shooting into a church or whatever, unfortunately, um, mass shootings. Or it's a chance for you to better yourself, right? So if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're not one of those people that's going to, you know, take life being knocked down, <laughs> take, take life sitting down. Chances are you're going to get up and being like, yo, this is my life. I'm taking control. F you. And punch him right back in the face um, because life doesn't happen to you. It's happening for you. Whatever the universe's or God's plan for you is, um, there's a greater game at play. And at the time, I asked myself that question, you know, how is this a benefit to me? And I didn't know, but I knew it was trying to show me something, that my dad passing was an opportunity for me to be more, do more. I don't know. At the time, it was very rough. Um, I got really depressed back in, um, back in, he died in July. So in August, it was just a throwaway month. I was super, super depressed, um, developed insomnia, couldn't sleep. Yeah. And I was living with my mom because, she, you know, her husband died and yeah, mom and I, we don't have the best relationship. So yeah, that was a rough time living with your mother. And yeah, I started, uh, yeah, melatonin to help me sleep. Uh, short story long is that it took me a while. It took me a while. I had to stop. Yeah, immediately the day that I found out that my dad died, I was like, nope, shutting down all my agency stuff. I don't want to deal with people anymore. And for a couple of months, it was just really, I didn't want to deal with people because as, as an entrepreneur, if you're selling a product, a high ticket product, whatever it is, um, you're talking to people, you're talking to prospects and learning about their problems and can you solve their problems? And I just didn't want to talk to people. Um, and I kind of just cowered away for a few months and I got back into the film industry, started working there because, you know, when you work in film, you're, it's very mindless. I would say it was one of those things that it's always there for me because I'm a union member and I get paid pretty well. Um, and there's just not a lot of thinking involved and it's a job, right? So it got me out of my, out of my house, off my butt and started seeing people and yeah, kept working. But my point is the universe and God has a plan for you. And for me, it wasn't until January after the holidays that I decided not to coast around anymore. I decided to not coast um, that I had the itch to get back into the entrepreneurial game. I wanted to create, I wanted to create products. I want to create solutions. I want to create, um, a way, new delivery method of delivering some content information or service to people that to me was fulfilling to be able to help other people to create, uh, to create wealth to, for myself as well as other people. Um, so 
yeah, I decided to come back into the entrepreneurial game. And looking back, because I had some time to reflect, looking back, it was, I was all over the map when it comes to what I wanted to sell and what I was learning. Because I was just learning different things because for me, that was interesting whether I sold it or not, right? I ended up uh, learning SEO, uh, reputation management, every little bit of internet marketing, um, you know, Google ads, PPC. And the problem that I was having when I decided to come back was I realized my, my foundations was not as strong. I did not have the strong foundations I need um, because I, I started, you know, squirrels, shiny object squirrel syndrome. Uh, and yeah, I decided to go back to the foundations, which was looking at your avatar, who it is that you're trying to help, who it is that you want to help, what problems are they having, and what can you bring to the table, what can you create, um, whether you know how to or not, whether whatever it is that you can create to solve people's challenges and, and creating your tribe. And for me, going back to the foundations was funnel hackers, was entrepreneurs, was internet entrepreneurs and consultants, coaches, authors, whatever it is. Um, I spent so long trying to help and I'll cover this in another episode of the podcast where I was trying so hard to help local businesses and, but I was hitting up the niches that were the least sophisticated when it comes to internet marketing, the people that were working in their businesses and not on their businesses where they're not really thinking about strategy. Um, those were not really my tribe. And for me, that was almost like, it was like, well, you know, I know I can help them. It was almost like, it's like pulling teeth of like, well, I know I can help them. I know I can make money. And they're like, well, I know I need this, but like neither, like they, 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 there's certain businesses that just don't want to grow. Like a good example is just like insurance, insurance or financial services. Like they're just like caught up in their own ways. And it's very like, there are big players who learn from, you know, the internet marketing strategies, but it, it's not an industry wide thing compared to let's say authors right? Where there are a lot of authors who do internet marketing for their business, but I digress. Um, my foundations was not strong. That was the biggest challenge that I had. And I went back, learned more. And that was when I figured out exactly what I wanted to sell, which is Funnel Fix Academy. And that's when I came up with the idea. That's when I started um, brainstorming for Funnel Fix Radio and putting everything together, which is a podcast and resources for, um, entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants who really want to fix their funnels. They have a funnel going, they're already selling their products and services. They just need some help tweaking the funnels to make sure that it is optimized and that they're not wasting money on paid traffic that is not working because yeah, my background is I, I love paid traffic. Paid traffic is the be all and end all. And you'll hear me say this in other things, I'm sure, but paid traffic is a holy grail of internet marketing. It is since paid traffic, the almost, the, well, I want to say the invention of internet paid traffic, the, your ability to just here, have some money and give me new clients, like, holy crap. Like that just changed how the game is played. Um, yes, there's other ways you can do it too, but paid traffic is just the fastest way. Just here, have some money and give me new clients. There's other ways to do, to get new clients. There's group methods. Um, there's organic selling methods, uh, which is something that I do and I plan on implementing very soon. Um, but a lot of this is very early stages. I thought I would get the episode out, share a bit about my story and share the lesson that I want to, uh, I want to say implant, that's not the right word, um, impress, impress upon you. 
that uh, I want to end this episode by, again, saying that life does not happen to you. Life is happening for you. Whatever challenges you may face, whatever decisions that you, you think you may have made, whatever regrets you may have, um, you know, people that you've hurt, other people who have hurt you, it's all leading to something much greater and an opportunity for you to step up. Now, it's your choice. At this point, you know that life, having awareness that life is giving you these opportunities, you have a choice to step up to it. You can either step up or be knocked down. So it's up to you. And that's where I'm going to leave this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Funnel Fix Radio. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about fixing your sales funnels and implementing evergreen marketing strategies, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. It helps us reach more listeners and continue to provide valuable content. Until next time, keep implementing those evergreen principles and maximizing your ROI. This is Tim Zhang, signing off.